You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right, here we go, Shime. Three, two, one. It's time now for the BetQL Boston Podcast. Let's run the slate with your host, Mike Mutnanski. I just imagine the person is downloading the podcast for the first time today, Shime, and missed yesterday's Celtics hits and KH Lee, like, just a day late. What can I tell you? We're never going to be as good as we were yesterday on Sunday for Game 7 Celtics and Bucks. No better expression than a day late oh. and a dollar short. Am I right, Mutt? <laughs> uh, look, things worked out. We're good for this. We'll get to the bets in a second. But as far as the Celtics and Bucks go, uh, it was one of those games, Shime was, like, anticipating it all day. Family's all pumped up. Let's watch the game. <laughs> Excuse me. And... I don't know, from like the second quarter on, it was pretty clear the Celtics are going to win. It was going to be by about a, uh, how much, and were the Bucks going to score 100 and a half points. But that was a commanding Game 7 Celtics win, buddy. Yeah, we were all over that game. I, going into it, we had very strong convictions on how that game would play out. Uh, Celtics dominated, and it was there was nothing really in between. That second half, it, they just kind of ran away with it. Uh, and the Bucks didn't even come close to that over 100 uh, team total. I think you covered that by, what, 11 points? So, I mean, that was easy money for you. K.H. Lee, when we recorded yesterday morning, he was still 50-1, to 1, which is oh. insanity <laughs> to me. So if you listened to yesterday's podcast, heard K.H. Lee 50-1, to 1, and went and put a little dibble-dabble on that, you were dancing in your kitchen yesterday. Oh, dibble-dabble on Saturday, too. We mentioned him Saturday yes, morning. Yes, that if he was uh, He was 35-1. to 1. He was better uh, where you saw him there uh, on FanDuel, but he got it done in a crazy finish at the Byron Nelson for the PGA Championship. And... Yeah, the Celtics, it's weird, Shime, looking back at uh, some of our, our, our show logs here. Like, the one game where it didn't play out the way last night played out was that game five where they decided to start defending the three. And every other game, they let the Celtics basically shoot as many threes as they wanted to. And they shot 50, 50 something threes yesterday. Insane. But they weren't, they weren't bad threes. They basically, I'd say, majority of them, they took it as part of the pace of the game. We, we, we said going in, we talked about. The Bucks giving up the most wide-open three-point shots in the NBA. And the Celtics' three-point shooting with Jason Tatum and their overall depth, that got them to the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, no doubt in my mind. I mean, it also helps when Grant Williams is 7 of 18 oh, from three. No, 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 three. no. Batman. We don't call him Sorry. Grant anymore. He wants to call Batman. You outscore your teammates in a Game 7 Eastern Conference semifinal, you get called Batman for at least a day. Not just, not just your teammates. You outscore Jason Tatum in Game 7 <laughs> of, an NBA, uh, of an NBA playoff game. So uh, shout out to uh, Batman. He absolutely lit it up yesterday. And even Peyton Pritchard came off the bench. A little Robin action for you. Hit four of six from three. Like the team was just, they were feeling it. They were clicking. Jason Tatum looked great again. I, I mean, this team is just... They're so well-rounded, right? Uh, Jeff Goodman was on uh, the Greg Hill Show this morning. He was talking yep. about how Tatum's just overall game is one of the best in the NBA. He defends. He can shoot threes. He can take it to the bucket. 
And he is just, he's one of the best players in the league now, and there's just no denying it at this point. But as you said, he also was a distributor, right? You were on Tatum yeah. assist prop yesterday, I right? I was, exactly. Yeah. And he had eight assists in the game. So he absolutely, I mean, the line was only five and a half. So he well cleared that and made it very easy on me towards the end of that game. Yeah, it was um, it, it was a, just a matter of where the Bucks going to make some run there. Correct. A miracle run to cover their 100. They really weren't close. And it, we could see it as the series went on, Sean. Like, they were asking Giannis to do too much, and Grayson Allen no-showed the final couple of games. Pat Connaughton uh, Holiday was too invisible good. yesterday. Pat Connaughton came home, the North Andover, Andover kid, and could not shoot. And when you're asking Giannis to do, you know, I mean, really, the, the numbers from the, I think he was the first first player in a seven-game series to have 200 points, 100 rebounds, and 50 assists, like some ridiculous number. Like, he, in the end, he could not do it all, nope. and the Celtics got other guys besides Tatum to play well in big games, and that was the key in the series, kind of even exem- after losing Game Five. It's kind of exemplary of the league, right? Like it's it you can't do it with one guy in this league. You just can't. No matter as good as Giannis is, and as many points and rebounds and assists as he gets in a game, you cannot do it with just one guy in this league. You need multiple, and sometimes you need even just a deep roster in general. Uh, and, and when Drew Holiday's going zero of six from three, no matter how good Giannis is doing, this team is going to struggle. Celtics win, Celtics cover, uh, under, team under Bucks. Horford rebounds, check for Shime. Horford, I mean, Tatum assists, check for Shime, and the under overall. I mean, that was uh, basically wasn't as wasn't quite as good as your Bruins score uh, a couple of games well, ago. Pretty close. But, uh, pretty damn close for a game seven. We were all over it. Now, it was not all good for us from a betting standpoint because we did speculate that as they turned the page forward, if the Celtics had won, they would have been about, what we say, plus 110 or even money uh, in the series price against the Heat. We were way off. Uh, I'm seeing a series price here. We'll get to the game one in a second. I'm seeing Celtics minus 175 uh, versus plus 130 yesterday. So explain this to me. So Celtics are minus 135, you said, to win the series, correct? I have it as well. I will pull FanDuel back up, but I believe the series price was minus 175. 175? So you get 175 for the series. You can just bet the Celtics in game one at plus 110. And that's kind of what I was talking about to you. In the last podcast, it's like, I don't want to deal with these series markets. And if you want to predict, like, the, the exact score of the series, like Celtics win 4-2, to two, I think it's, like, plus 460. So Celtics yep. win in 6 is plus 260. Sorry, not 460. Um, like, go for it. Like, that, there's some value in that. I uh, Fine. But if you're going to bet the Celtics to win the series, you might as well just bet the Celtics to win every game because they're going to have to win a road game, especially not being the home team here, uh, to not being the higher seed. So they're going to have to win at least a road game, and then they're probably going to be favorites at home every game. So uh, just bet uh, you're getting the Celtics as a dog in game one. I'm betting the Celtics a plus 110. You make that one hit, and you already win more than you would have won for betting the Celtics in the series. Yeah, so FanDuel is listing it as uh, Celtics are a minus 175 favorite in the series, Heat plus 150. Yeah. DraftKings is less, uh, worse, minus 180 versus plus 150. If if that's the case, then I don't understand how Boston is an underdog in game one. If that's the case, if the series market is Boston minus 175, minus 180, they should be a a point and a half favorite in this game and not a point and a half dog, which is why why I think I would rather take advantage of the books in that regard. Uh, Celtics, you said there, uh, I'm seeing it as getting two points, uh, one and a half or, or two point dogs, depending on where you're looking for game one. Like you said, their money line is plus 110, heat minus 130. So the home court certainly is the big factor for game one and sort of the difference in pricing there. Total of, of 204 uh, and a half. I have not done the deep dive yet, but I thought going in, 
the Celtics were better than the Heat. Yes. Uh, I wish I'd listened to myself yesterday when I drove to New Hampshire and played them at plus 130, mi- minus 175, and have very little interest uh, in the series. And uh, even if they lose game one, the price is going to get better. Like, again, the, the plus 110 we grabbed in the Celtics in the last round, they lost the first game, and then you get a better pricing after that. So I'm not going to bet this series. I think they're going to win the series. I should bet. The Celtics are going to win. They're going to the NBA Finals. I agree. I, I just don't know how I'm going to bet it. Yeah, does that make sense? Yes, I know. I, okay. I I understand. I, I honestly though, I think betting the Celtics. If you want to, I mean, you. So instead of betting the Celtics to win the series, right? If you think the Celtics going to win the series, I don't think they'll sweep Miami. I think Miami's too good for that. So you could literally just bet Celtics to win the series four to one. Uh, so in five games is plus five hundred. To win in six games is plus two ninety, and to win in seven games is plus five hundred. Instead of putting a big bet with heavy juice on the Celtics to win the series, you put three smaller bets on that with a ton of juice in your favor, and you're gonna get you're gonna you're gonna make a, a just as much money. And so it's like I, I just I, I think the series market is way too overpriced. It's kind of weird. The other thing you can do, okay, if you want, you said the Celtics are gonna win this series. Like I think it's pretty clear if they win this series, Shime. Jason Tatum's going to be the MVP, right? Is there Has anyone else going to be the MVP? I, I mean, I guess theoretically, Jalen Brown could be, but I don't think I don't see it as realistic. I think I, you saw Jason Tatum play the last two games for that forty-plus point performance, and then and then you saw him in Game Seven. I think Jason Tatum is kind of locked in at this point. He's not going to have any of those dud games like he had against the Bucks. I think he's going to come out laser beams uh, in, in the Eastern Conference Finals. So I, so, I think that's the, the safer bet. Okay, so I I, I think that. <laughs> If you want to bet the Celtics and you want to get some value on it, and you and we both think that Tatum's the most likely MVP, he's plus one hundred and five. Yeah, he's even money to win the MVP. So basically, you're getting the Celtics even money. I I think now you want to sprinkle on Jalen Brown. He's nine to one uh, to win the MVP. Like there's nobody uh, else on the Celtics that's winning Eastern Conference Finals MVP. Like there's no, nobody. By the way, it's one of the it's, two. It's priced that way. I think the next closest guy after that is Marcus Smart at eighteen to one. Correct. I, 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 Marcus Smart's not going to score enough points in this series. So if you're looking to bet the Celtics series. Uh, you could do worse than betting Tatum's MVP prop and just saying, hey, if they win, I, 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 he's going to have to be the MVP. I'm getting that plus 105. That's my only other idea about how potentially to bet them after missing out on the plus 130 yesterday. Because like you said, the minus 175 is not appetizing at all. No, at all. and so you just look at it. I mean, just do it money-wise, right? So if you're willing to bet 175 just to win 100, you're better off betting 100 on Jason Tatum to win 105 or and then taking the seventy five and sprinkling it on Jalen Brown, Grant Williams, I guess Marcus Smart, if you want, like if you're if you're really concerned that one of those guys could be the series MVP, and your money is better spent because you're just you're gonna make as much if not more. Like even if you put twenty five bucks on, um, was it Jalen Brown to yep, win nine MVP to nine to one. Like you're gonna make over a hundred dollars there. Like it's it, it doesn't make any sense to me why you would ever bet the Celtics minus one seventy five. If you do think Batman's gonna show up, he's uh, just shy of a hundred to one. He's ninety five to one to win Love the it. MVP. Put a dollar on it. Final. So, uh, maybe we'll a lot more. I'll a lot more on the game and the series itself tomorrow when I get a chance to to do a deep dive on the numbers. Still reveling in uh, yesterday's big win uh, for the Celtics in Game Seven. They move on. Bruins are done. Red Sox season spiral. We'll get to them here in a second. Uh, NBA Finals market chime. Uh, Warriors are plus 120 to win the whole thing. Celts plus 220. Heat plus 425. Uh, the Mavericks is a huge upset last night. I mean, un- not even competitive uh, against the Suns in that game seven. Uh, they're plus 650. So the Celtics, by th- these odds, are the second uh, second choice to, to win the NBA championship. And Vegas is telling you we're getting set up for Golden State, Boston, NBA Finals, which I- would be... 
Tremendous. I would love that. I think that's the best case scenario. I think two massive markets, uh, Steph Curry versus Jason Tatum, kind of one of the old guard versus one of the new guard. Like, I think that is as good of an NBA Finals as the NBA could ask for. So I'll have some thoughts on Warriors and Mavericks as we go on uh, in this thing as well. Uh, Warriors, yeah, uh, Warriors and Mavs. Yeah, Mavs a major underdog after what they did uh, yesterday. Again, Celtics early lean for Shyman and I both beat them to win the series, but the minus 175, you can't do it. Uh, so it's not a lot more in-depth on game one tomorrow. See if there are better money-making opportunities there. Tatum MVP, obviously. Uh, Red Sox loses yesterday 7-1, to one, and as you mentioned last week, they are now facing the hottest team in baseball, Houston, coming to Fenway Park. Shanta. Yeah, uh, and Houston is an underdog tonight, Mutt. Uh, quickly, I'm just going to tell you I'm taking the Houston money line tonight. Plus 115 currently at FanDuel. Uh, that's, I mean, I'm just, I'm not going to hesitate. The Red Sox have been not great. Uh, they, they look pretty decent against the Rangers. They looked okay against the Braves. Prior to that, they have not been good this season. They just can't hit very well, um, and, and so I'm just not convinced. Houston is Arguably the best team in baseball. I'm taking Jake Odorizzi and the Astros tonight, plus 115. And I'm going to be on Garrett Whitlock's uh, strikeout number tonight, Chime. He he had five strikeouts in a bad outing last time against the Braves. He got pulled after three innings. If he had stayed in, he would have easily gone over his five-and-a-half prop. Because it's Houston probably because they're so hot, they, it's a four-and-a-half number. Uh, so Garrett Whitlock's strikeouts are four-and-a-half, but even money right now on DraftKings. That This line might not be there by the time you hear this, but uh, I feel very confident in the Garrett, Garrett Whitlock bounce back. I'm not sure if the, the Red Sox win this game, but first-time team see Whitlock. His his uh, his sinker is nasty. His changeup yeah. is nasty. His fastball is great. So I, I'm completely confident in Garrett Whitlock over four-and-a-half strikeouts and even money. And we'll see. It's a big week for the Red Sox. Xander Bogart's stuff is buzzing. they got a big team in town here uh, in the Houston Astros, and they're trying to sort of keep themselves relevant. So we'll see what they do here coming home against a very good Astros team. But it's all about the Celtics, all about KH Lee, all about the Eastern Conference Finals, Shime Town. We, we get, is it Tuesday night? Tomorrow night, 8.30? Correct. Game one? 8.30. Oh. A little late for my blood, seeing as I have to be up so early, but I will survive. I will find a way. You will find a way to make bets. We'll find a way to get this thing done. Shine, great, great, great job in Game 7, buddy. We'll talk tomorrow. Thank I you. I can't wait, Mutt.